all you listeners, welcome back. This is podcast number two, Worth a Watch, with me, Adam Stocks, and yeah, let's get stuck in. And before we get started on the film that I've chosen, I'd just like to say thank you for everyone that reached out to me last week regarding the feedback, constructive feedback that I asked for on the first podcast. Anything will help me produce a better podcast for you guys to listen to. So that's what's about. You help me, I help you. So keep them coming in and I will guarantee a better listen for you guys. So the film I've picked this week is called Alpha Dog, released in 2006. And the reason why I've picked this film is, you know, I was drawn into it when it was released. The trailers, the the, the teasers, everything I see about it, it, it made me want to watch this. You know, it was colourful. All the yellows were yellows. All the blues were blues. Every scene had a swimming pool in it. There was a party uh, in, in every house. There was alcohol. There was smoke. There was, you know... Everything was going on and, you know, 15, 14, 15 years ago, I was at that same age. So it was kind of like, yes, this is what I want to be doing. So I was drawn into it. I watched the film and yeah, it was good. So I don't want to obviously keep you guys listening for far too long. So I want to try and speed this up because it's a one man band and I have no one to bounce back to at the minute. So until then, let's just try and keep it short and sweet and keep the podcast uploading every week. So I'm going to crack on. So the film I've picked, again, like I said, 2006, Alpha Dog, action. Action. <laughs> so a quick synopsis about Alpha Dog. Um, I try and keep it short and sweet. But it's uh, a fine example of a ransom film. That the setting is in California. The characters are, are young. They're kids. Um, you know, late teens, early 20s. And they just get mixed up in this stupid idea that spirals well out of control. And it's all over drug money. So one person owes the kingpin money. He doesn't have it when he asks for it. And the kingpin ends up kidnapping his younger brother just seeing him out in the street, just kidnaps him. And it spirals from there. So that is the story itself. Um, it is a good film. It's definitely worth a watch. But yeah, check it out. You know, if you're going to watch it, or if you haven't seen it, turn off now, because I'm going to be telling my review on that film. So I'll probably give out a few spoilers. So turn off now, watch the film, and then come back if you wish to after. Um, but if not, stay listening. And... Let's move on. So here's the film Alpha Dog, released in 2006. Again, I've already told you why I like this film. Um, but let's crack on and dive in with the film itself. So we first met... Well, to be fair, the, 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 the actual start of the film um, I'd like to talk about before we get into the story itself. So... You know, this the film starts off with an opening credits like any other film, most films anyway. And, you know, it's, it's a different opening to what I've seen before. So the opening to this film has real footage of the actors in this film as kids. You know, it's like the first, second, third birthdays of them all doing things. And this is a real footage, but it had different cut ups 
of the real actors in the film. And that's how it starts. And I thought that was a nice little touch of the film. So put that aside and let's crack on to the story itself. So it starts off with Sonny True Love. It's played by Bruce Willis. So this guy is the dad and it starts off as like a documentary. So it's a it's a biography crime um, drama film. So it's 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 kind of it's shown as a film, but also has little bits now and then with like a year or two ahead of the film of them being interviewed. Like it's a crime, it's a crime film. So that was a nice little touch to it also. So yeah, so we're met by Sonny True Love, played by Bruce Willis, talking about his son. Yeah, he you know he was he quoted like yeah he uses drugs. Did I supply it to him? No. Was he a drug dealer? No. But he sold cannabis. It's just like well fucking hell, mate. All right. I I, th I think he's a drug dealer then, pretty much. But anyway, so from that you you know that his dad's kind of brought him into that sort of world of drugs. So. Again, let's move on from that. So Johnny True Love is the son. This guy is the uh, one that's built an empire on cannabis. And, you know, he's got a few friends. He's got money, so he's got power. Um, you know, he, ha he owns his own house. Um, every fucking house has a swimming pool in it as well in this film, which is just, I guess that's just California. So yeah, we're at the house party. Um, Frankie, played by Justin Timberlake. And Elvis, played by Sean Hatosi. And these two are ones that I will bring up throughout this review. So you've got Frankie and Elvis. Frankie and Elvis. Frankie's the best mate. Elvis is like an errand boy. He owes money as well. But he's so far up Johnny's ass. you know, he will do anything to keep Johnny happy. So it's Frankie and Elvis. So that's... The pals that we'll be talking about for Johnny True Love. So you've got Johnny True Love, Frankie and Elvis. Um, as well as a few other ones, but they're the ones that you need to know. So at the party with the friends, knock knock on the door. And Frankie opens it up and it's Jake Mazursky, which is played by Ben Foster. Ben Foster, or shall I say Jake Mazursky, wants drugs. Come into my office. Goes into his office. Can I have this? Yes, you can. Do you have my money previously? No, I don't. Fucking wallop. So he hits him. So there's a fight. And so from that, you can tell that there's there's a war between the two. I owe you money. Have you got it? No. Wallop. Once the fight's stopped, Jake goes home, asks his dad and his stepmom, who's played by Sharon Stone. Um, Can I have some money? No, you can't. We don't have it. Okay, fair enough. He leaves. When he leaves, his younger brother comes out, which is Zach Mazursky. So this is the most important person of this film, Zach Mazursky. So he runs out. Older brother, older brother Jake, where are you going? Don't leave me in this shit of a house. And Jake's like, look, Zach, young Zach, my brother, I have to go. I can't stand it here. That's it. See you later. He leaves. He goes home. Jake is having a party. Bang, bang on the door. Opens the door, she's younger brother. I ran away from home. Let me in. Okay, come in. Let's have a few drinks. Uh, hour passes. Takes him home, pissed. Drops him off. Look, Zach, I love you. You know, just get on with it. Mum's mum. Just, just do it. Anyway. And then he leaves. The next day, Zach jumps out of his window. He clearly doesn't want to be at home. So this is a younger boy. He's 15 at the time, you know. He's, he's 15 in this film. He doesn't want to be at home. So he's out 
wandering the streets until he's spotted by Johnny True Love, the badass. Johnny True Love is like, shit, that's Jake's younger brother. Let's give him a kick him. Better yet, let's fucking kidnap him. Wrong move. That's it. That's where the story starts. That's where the film starts after all the introductions. So from that bit, every now and then it pops up witness one, witness two, witness three, witness four. And it's all different people that have witnessed this story happening. Like I said, it's a biography, documentary, crime film. This really did happen. Like, check the story up. So, yeah, so they kidnap him. And, you know, I think probably seconds after, I can imagine they were like, shit, what the fuck have we just done? Anyway, so they've got to take him to a safe house. So they get him there after convincing the person that owns a place that, you know, nothing's really going on. But they tie this young kid up and tie his mouth up and everything. You know, in the next scene, little Zach's sitting playing computer games, smoking, smoking. And, uh, yeah, he's he's okay. Looks like he's having a good time. And Johnny's like, look, what the fuck's going on here? And they were like, well, you know, he couldn't breathe. <laughs> so we, we had to let him off. So Johnny True Love leaves the gang there with the kid. And then from that moment, it's Frankie and little Zach. They, it kind of grows on him. Um, so they shortly leave. They go to Fiesta. They're enjoying themselves, having a drink, smoking a bit of this. And Frankie gives them the opportunities. Like, you know, if, if I was to just turn my back, would you, would you jump on that bus and just leave? You know, I can tell Johnny True Love that, you know, you've done a runner. Like, it's all cool. I think, we, you know, get over it. And... Zach's just like, look, no, I'm going to kick back with you. Like, you know, I think I'm enjoying myself. You know, I've got nothing to look forward to when I get home. And, you know, Frank is like, right, cool. You know, so they get on. And, you know, he befriends him. They become very close in the film. Zach goes to Frankie's dad's house, crashes there. They have a little party. A few friends come over. And that's when we're met by a Keith Stratton. So this is the character's name, Keith Stratton, um, played by someone I can't I can't remember. So Frankie lets it slip to Keith about Zach being a missing person. Um, shortly after Keith lets it slip to everyone else at the party, and the whole party goes crazy. So Frankie, JT gets up. I wanna rock your body, please stay. Sort of calms a party down, <laughs> and they all get on about their day. You know, Frankie's just like, look, it's going to be cool. Look, this surely cannot happen. This is fucking mental for this to happen. So he's convinced everyone it's going to be okay. So that's it. And the next night, the next evening, they go to a hotel and have an even bigger party where you can see Zach and Frankie getting on like best mates. Like Frankie is has really taken to little Zach. So at the end of the party, everyone's winding down. Zach and Frankie are sharing a room. Zach's watching TV. Knock, knock on the door. Frankie opens the door. Elvis is standing there. The Aaron boy is standing there. And he's like, look, it's time for him to go. And he's like, nah, it's not happening. He's like, look, we're going to be leaving soon. Okay, I'm going to take Keith with me to go and sort something out. And then I'll come back and pick the kid up. JT's left with Zach. Look, we're going to be going home tonight. Zach's like, oh, well, okay, fair enough. You know, I don't really want to, but, you know, it's all down to you guys. Frankie's a little bit unsure about what's going to be happening and uh, doesn't really want to believe it. So Elvis and Keith go off. They do something. They come back. Keith is shook up. 
So Elvis, Frankie, Keith and Zach are in the van driving out. Little Zach thinks he's going home. You know, I'm not going to say anything. I've had a pretty cool time with you guys. You know, I'll I, I make sure my brother sorts out the money and all that. Like, you know, it's a little bit in two minds about what's going on. You're watching it and you're thinking, shit, like, I'd hate for anything to happen to him. You know, so on the way home, they pull over and Zach is looking around and thinking, look, this isn't my home. Like, this, what's, what's going on? And they're like, look, it's... We've just got to stop off. We've just got to do something for two seconds. Come on, let's go for a walk. So they all get out the, the car, walking up the track a little while up. Keith is like, look, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and sit in the car. He's shook up. He knows exactly what's happening. Um, So he gets back in the car. Frankie, Elvis and poor little Zach walk up to this little mountain uh, up the track. And it's not until they get to the top. Zach can see a hole was dug out. That's where it ends for poor little Zach. And that was the that was the bit that my emotions flipped out of control with that last scene. And that's why I remember the film so much. And that's why I've picked it for today's podcast. Um but yes, yeah, so after that scene, you you see all the characters being um they're they're all being arrested. And they all get charged for the crimes that they committed. Uh, Johnny True Love went on the run for a very long time, um, but was eventually arrested and charged. And that is the film. I give this a three out of five wows. And reason for that, like, I like this film. I will always remember this film, but I don't want to give it a high rating because of its truth behind it. And I don't want to use that as like an entertainment I don't want to use that that poor kid's death as an entertainment sort of um thing. So yeah, um watch it because it's very important, powerful. Um, but yes, that wraps up today's podcast. So keep the constructive feedback coming in, guys. I always like listening to you. Support me in any way, and I will keep the podcast going. But until next week, take care, stay safe. <laughs>